A person that needs constant affirmation is toxic. That is, hear me, extreme low self-worth. Hello, constant affirmation. You look good. You look beautiful. You look wonderful. You're special. You're the best person in the room. You're the most, this. You're the most beautiful woman in the room, and I ain't seen nobody else. Yes, I did. It was 52 women in there, and it was about two of them that looked real good. How did I look? You look good as, as usual. My point is this, y'all. I'm not talking about compliments. I'm talking about consistent affirmation. You didn't say anything about my hair. You didn't say anything about this. You didn't say anything about nails. You didn't say, I didn't see your nails. You change your nails every day. Yeah. Constant, uh, constant affirmation. That means you have low self-worth and you have made someone live to affirm you. Rather be in a relationship where we give each other affirmation, where I can, I can, I don't have to hear anything positive today and I am okay. Today's episode is sponsored by Yazi, Sacrifice for Others. Yazi, a Christian apparel brand, believes you can look good while serving Christ. From bomber jackets to jogger sets, visit yazi.shop today to grab your gear. I'm cute though. <laughs> y'all know I ain't lying. Yes, sir. Y'all, welcome to Bad With Y'all. It's about to be phenomenal. It's about to go down, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Yo, let's talk about some toxic behavior and talk to toxic people, y'all. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in tonight. Like, share, and tag. Um, before we go, I want to have a discussion with you about how to recognize toxic people in your life. Before we do this, I want you to listen, not with uh, someone else in mind, but also considering yourself. Because in the relationship that you're in, you could be or could have been the toxic person. I want to say that again. Anytime we start, list- anytime we start listening to these types of uh, conversations or having these types of discussions, we're always trying to connect it to someone else. And the truth of the matter is, it could be you. You could be a toxic person. Not only could you be a toxic person? Um, your uh, it's not just a relation, uh, a re- romantic relationship, but your parents could be toxic. Your friends could be toxic. Um, you could be in a toxic work environment. And I want to give you a few things uh, to carefully consider so that you can be able to recognize toxic behavior. Um, now watch this. I want to preface by saying this. This is not related to a person that has a bad day. So when you hear some of these characteristics, don't be like, man, you did that yesterday. Uh, some people have bad days. As a matter of fact, put this in the comments. We all have bad days. So mm-hmm. you may find yourself uh, in some of these because you just you were just off that day. Everybody's not going to be on their game every day and none of us are perfect. So give grace to people. Uh uh, be patient with people. Be forgiving. We're talking about habitual behavior. I want to say that again. We're talking about something that's consistent over and over and over and over again, not something that happens every blue moon. Um, I, uh, I also want to say this, that um, anytime I think toxicity or toxic has turned into a word that suggests anytime you see uh, characteristics of it, then you totally break up with a person or leave. Absolutely not. Some of these that you will listen to or hear, some of these you will hear, it uh, may cause you to uh, set some boundaries. Some of these uh, you will hear, it may cause you to totally, totally disconnect 
from a person. And then some of it is just simply um, distancing yourself. I'm just going to distance myself and put some space in between our relationship until this person gets it together. And then you have to understand that if you see habitual toxicity uh, in a person, uh, toxicity, uh, toxic characteristics, if you will, sometimes people will not change. And I'm going to be honest with you. y'all. I'm going to be very, very honest with you. Um, people, when, when people get grown, they typically don't change. Yeah. Uh, people are typically not changing. Sometimes people change circumstantially. Sometimes people change to keep you. Sometimes people change to keep you from leaving, but people typically don't change so that they can be healthy. If, if, if in fact I'm changing for a person, that means that person that I'm, uh, changing from is still present. Okay. So we typically, so, so, and so what happens after that? As soon as you get comfortable, they'll go back to doing or being what they were. All right. So, so some things, they, some, some things you may have to decide, all right, I need to just distance myself because this person is not going to change. Some things I just say, I, Hey, this is causing me to, I'm, this is, uh, this is compromising my health and my life and my future, except my peace of mind, my mental health, if you will, I got to totally disconnect myself from this person. So for example, if it's a parent, you cannot get rid of parents, but you can distance yourself just because that's your parent doesn't mean hear this. If you are a grown adult, that does not mean you have to give your, depending upon the situation, y'all, it does. If my parents did drugs, get this, then I have a legitimate reason and right to keep them away from my children or never to allow my children to go and spend the night with them. You don't know what, what they'll run into. Uh, so I can put boundaries in place. I can distance myself from a person. If it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend and it is detrimental to my life, I can break up with a person. Get this. If you're married and the toxicity is causing some type of abuse, get this. There's nothing in the scripture that says you got to stay in that. So I want us to understand that, that this is not just as soon as I see toxic behavior, just break up with a person. No, everything is circumstantial. All right. So number one, chronic anger. When you see someone that's habitually anger, they are just enraged all the time. They throw anytime they, every time they get mad uh, uh, because you have a right to be ang angry, but the anger that causes, uh, uh, you know, some, it's a, it's very threatening. It's. Uh, cursing and it's throwing things and it's punching things all the way to the place where you are fearful. I'm not talking about a time when a person got mad. I'm not talking about a, a time when someone it explodes, but you don't see that on a. I'm talking about a it's chronic. It's all the time. That is a sign of toxicity. Get this. And the first thing that women think is a man. Well, I'll tell you this. There are women who have anger problems. And that is called toxicity. That is dangerous. Hear this. You do not have to subject yourself to a person that cannot control their emotions. That is all of us. So you have to learn to hear me be in relationship with people who can control their emotions because I'm going to make you mad. You're going to make me mad. We're going to do things that gets under each other's skin. But we do and we have the right to be angry. We do not have the right to hurt people. So number one. Chronic anger. Number two, here's one: sarcasm. Uh, there's a there there's a, a category of sarcasm that's called juvenile uh, sarcasm. It is obnoxious statements that might come across as annoying. 
So uh, sarcasm is a sign of toxicity that when you don't hear me, you don't every time there's a conversation, you have to say something that is uh, um, that comes. It's you're you're being sarcastic, but you're not you're and it ends up being rude, if you will. It ends up being offensive. Here's another sign of toxicity, y'all, in the form of sarcasm, self-deprecating sarcasm. I do that all the time. I'm sarcastic with myself. Hey, 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 Mr. Fat Man. Mr. Fat Man. What? That's sarcastic. That's joking. But it is toxic because it is coming from a place of insecurity on and on and on. So sarcastic. So, so self, anything that's self, anything that you say to yourself that is, is demeaning, is demeaning your own value. That's, that's, that's toxicity, y'all. Uh, number three, y'all. Um, overly opinionated. Ooh. Overly opinionated. That is toxicity. A person that's overly opinionated. Get this, y'all. We call them, a.k.a. the know-it-alls. You ever met a person that we didn't even ask for your opinion? Your opinion is unwarranted. Nobody asked you, but you feel like you just got to say something. Overly opinionated people are very judgmental, and they come off as know-it-all. Get this. They got to be the expert in something, even if they ain't never done it. They, they don't know how to just sit there and just listen to somebody else talk about something. They got to chime in. And typically when you're over opinionated, guess what? You typically have to make it about you. That's an overly opinionated person. And that is that is toxic signs of an over opinionated person. You always dominate the conversation. Number one, you don't you do not listen. Number two, you never change your mind. Overly opinionated. You, you, I, because you hear me because you got to be the expert. I know. I know a cousin that was doing that and they came to me about it versus, you know what, man, I didn't think about it like that. That's an, that, those are signs that you were overly opinionated. You jump to conclusions. That is toxicity. Jumping to conclusions. That's toxic. You know everything. None of us can be in a relationship and we know everything. You have to be, hear this, at sometimes you're going to be the expert, at sometimes you're going to be the teacher, and at sometimes you got to be the student. You have to, and that, if you don't know how to shut up. If you don't know how to listen and just wait on someone to ask you their opinion, then you are toxic and that's unhealthy and you need to change that. Number um, four, bitter humor. Always putting people down in a joking manner that you feel good about joking on people so that they feel less about themselves so you can feel better about yours. That's toxic. Number five, very controlling. Very controlling. What's the sign that you're controlling? That when you give advice to people and they decide to do something else, you get mad? I thought I told you not to do that. For, who the? <laughs> Bro, ma'am. That's a controlling attitude. It is okay for you to offer a suggestion and someone, they go and they carefully consider what you said and they decide to do something else. That light just went out. Uh, uh, it's okay. Get this. That's very, you're controlling when you get angry and because people don't follow your, hear me, I have to do this all the time. I have to give people advice. I have to give people suggestions. I have to do all this stuff. And t nine times out of 10, people don't listen. I do not be mad. <laughs> I own, listen, uh, Pastor David was just saying this. I own, I've learned this is how you have peace in your life. I own my wisdom, you own what you do with it. Yeah. 
So once I tell you, hey, I think you should do A, B, C, and D, and you decide to do something else, I'm gonna be like, great, go for it. Let me know how it works out. I wish you the best. So you are controlling when you have to, uh, uh, when everyone has to do exactly what you say do. You are controlling when everybody has to listen to you. You are control. You are very. You are very controlling, and that's toxic. Uh, here's one number six. A person that needs constant affirmation is toxic. That is, hear me, extreme low self-worth. Hello, constant affirmation. You look good. You look beautiful. You look wonderful. You're special. You're the best person in the room. You're the most, you're this. You're the most beautiful woman in the room, and I ain't seen nobody else. Yes, I did. It was 52 women in there, and it was about two of them that looked real good. How did I look? You look good as, as usual. My point is this, y'all. I'm not talking about compliments. I'm talking about consistent affirmation. You didn't say anything about my hair. You didn't say anything about this. You didn't say anything about nails. You didn't say, I didn't see your nails. You change your nails every day. Yeah. Constant, uh, constant affirmation. That means you have low self-worth and you have made someone live to affirm you. Rather, be in a relationship where we give each other affirmation. Where I can, I can, I don't have to hear anything positive today and I am okay. Hello, I don't have to have, I don't have to hear anything positive from my significant other. I don't have to be supported in every area of my life. I don't need anybody to tell me I'm handsome and I don't need anybody to tell me I'm beautiful all the doggone time. This is why we have to post all the time. This is what I'm talking about. Hear me. And you're probably like this if you have dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of pictures of yourself. How did I do today? You did fine. You do this all the time. God, dog. You mean to tell me I'm in this relationship to affirm you? Well, when do we do? When do we have real purpose? You see what I'm saying? All right. Number seven. Uh, manipulation. If you don't do this, I'm not going to do this. If you don't do that, I'll do this. You don't love me because you didn't do this. You really don't want to be with me because you didn't do this. That's manipulation. The if, if you do this, if you do that, I'll do this. Anything that is contingent upon a person's action, anything that you do that's contingent upon a person's action, that is manipulation. And some of y'all are doing it intentionally, and some of you all, it because you have learned it from your mama and your grandma and everybody else, you do, you do it and you don't even know that that you're you're being manipulative. That that is not real relationship. That relationship is about. I don't care what this. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a parent. Get this. I don't care if you you. You, you may be the parent manipulating the child. Stop saying if you do this. Stop saying y'all don't y'all don't come get this. Your your parents, your grandparents are manipulating you because I y'all don't come see me. I may die tomorrow. We all may die tomorrow. We all may right. Have you ever thought about that? I'm, I ain't gonna be here long. None of us gonna be here long. Life is short. That don't mean I have to drop everything. That's control. That's 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 manipulation. That you try to make me feel bad to get me to do something. Absolutely not. That is manipulation. Uh, here's one. The judgmental people. That's toxic. Judgmental people. What's a judgmental person? A person who is judgmental may judge a situation, people, or events without experience. For example, a friend may tell you that a concert will be boring or lame before even arriving all right let me give you a better example that's not on the internet 
You have never been at the top. You ain't never been no bishop. You ain't never been the leader of a church. You ain't never, you've never, ever, ever, nobody would come and listen to you preach they got paid a million dollars. No, and you have commented about what Bishop Jakes and everybody else is doing. You're being judgmental because you have never experienced that before. So I'm only judgmental when I, when I insert my opinion and what I would do and why sh- somebody shouldn't do when I have never experienced it before. You're you're a judgmental person. And get this. And if and get this, you say, I don't go to church because you're judgmental. Well, maybe you shouldn't come to church because you are judgmental. Cool. Don't come over here. We don't need no more judgmental folk. You're judging. That ain't what the words say. That ain't what the Bible. This ain't this. And that they shouldn't do that. And if I were doing this, I wouldn't do this. And I had my own church. You don't. You have an apartment. <laughs> you don't. You have nothing to say. Get up and go to work. Continue to Uber. Do what you do. You put you'd have you have never you're judging something that you don't have the bandwidth. You don't have the bandwidth to even understand. That's judgment. So when people judge you and when we judge people, that something in us is insecure and toxic. Here's my last three. Rigidness is toxic. The inability to be flexible. And typically when you're rigid and you're not flexible, you end up being selfish. What that means is you cannot be in any relationship if you don't know how to be flexible because the world is not it does not revolve around you and your time and your schedule. I got to know. You're probably not good for ministry if you're rigid because ministry for those of us who are in church, you cannot be rigid in ministry because circumstances in life, vicissitudes, they happen out of nowhere, especially people who are pastors and deacons. People get sick. People don't get, hey, tomorrow I'll be sick. So make sure you clear your schedule. Yeah. No. So when you're rigid, that is a form of toxicity. Number uh, second to last, people who are absolutely rude. You come into environments and you just don't know what to say. You are offensive. You don't know. You don't have any social skills. Some of y'all are ignorant. That was rude to say. That was rude to say to that person. That was rude to say that environment. That was offensive. That's that means something in you is not aware. That's toxic. Number last, a lack of empathy for others. Sometimes you got to put yourself in that situation before you and 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 when you don't know how to feel other people's pain, empathy means I have never experienced it, but I'm putting myself in that situation and I'm trying to feel and understand what you're going through. I heard a preacher get on stage in front of all his folk, mega pastors, and say, "Poor people just need to go out and get a job." I said, "Bro, we all gonna get on that stage and say stupid stuff," but that was yeah. that means you've been rich too long, homie. Mm-hmm. And when you come from where I come from, the work experience, the city I grew up in, ABC and D, it's not that simple. Yeah. It's not that simple for everybody. Just get a job. No, no. Some people are mentally ill. Some people are veterans. Some people cannot hold a job. Some people cannot do it. And that's why they are impoverished. That there's, Hear me. The only thing that would help them is putting them in an institution. They're unable to work. But when you don't have empathy, you don't have the ability to put yourself in a person's shoes. Everybody doesn't have the learning ability. Everybody doesn't have the background you come from. Everybody doesn't have the expertise. Everybody doesn't have, everybody didn't have a mom and dad in their house. 
Some people were abused and they and you don't know that. Some people were rejected. Some people were some people were adopted. Some people were a lot of stuff. And so before we judge things, we have to learn how to be empathetic. Get this. So we can put ourselves in people's shoes. How are give me? I'll give you three ways to deal with toxic people. Number one, you have to uh, avoid playing into people's reality. Some people will suck you in. You have to put boundaries in place. Stop being people's victims. You have to start thinking. Put that in the comments if you're still along. Think. I need to think. Don't be so googly moogly and so emotional. That my mama. Well, your mama is sucking you into a toxic reality and is messing up your marriage. It's messing up your focus. It's draining you. Absolutely not. That I love him, but he's killing you emotionally. So number one, learn how to avoid playing into people's reality. Number two, get this. Pay attention to how you're feeling. You don't feel good about yourself. Every time you go into this environment, every time you get around this person, you have to work yourself up. You got to drink a little whiskey to, to, just, to just be in there for an hour. You got to just, and, you, and you're walking on pins and needles. You can't be yourself. You're afraid to do certain things because it may trigger them. Don't know. Don't nobody want to be around a trigger every day. <laughs> don't nobody want to be around no trigger. I don't want to. Don't you trigger me? <laughs> you crazy? And that is miserable. Yeah. Get around. Get around people that got all these triggers. That's funny. No, for real. Number. Uh, last, put yourself first, man. Put your own self worth first. Put your life first, so you can be helping and live the best life that God has in intended for you. Welcome to Bandwidth, y'all.